Hello, creeps. I'll be your ghost. I mean host. As we delve the crypts of spooky movies and even spookier theory. Welcome to Horror Vanguard. Ash, would you mind telling, telling, telling me and telling everybody else listening? Ostensibly, Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas <laughs> is really all about what? This film has been something of a companion piece for my life. Like so many other goths, weirdos, and outcasts, The Nightmare Before Christmas defined an aspect of my teenage years. The lonesome creative, the star-crossed lover, the indignation of the outcast, it's a parade of relatable, if simplistic, experiences. Rewatching this film now, in my 30s, we met as friends catching up over coffee. Our lives had drifted long and far apart, but we were still joined by a shared history. This meeting offered strange meditations on the nature of creativity in a world consumed by the profit motive, and the youthful hope of utopia. Creativity is a struggle under the best of circumstances. To create is to nurture something against the odds. To pull something into existence in spite of a world that is designed to resist creation. As Carson McClure's once wrote, she couldn't write the music just as it sounded in her mind. She had to thin it down to only a few notes. Otherwise, she got too mixed up to go further. There was so much she didn't know about how to write music. But maybe after she learned how to write these simple tunes fairly quick, she could begin to put down the whole music in her mind. This is only made more extreme as creativity is atomized and pitted against itself. All creativity is slowly being subsumed into the model of platform capitalism. We must monetize every waking moment of our lives if we want to make it as a creative. Ali Mould outlined this in Against Creativity, writing, In short, the sharing economy has proliferated a universe of apps and digital platforms that have financialized even the most mundane aspects of our daily lives, and, as a result, made more invisible than any alternative to social utility that our unused assets may have. It has appropriated the act of communal and reciprocal giving. It has, as the name bluntly suggests, economized sharing. The residents of Halloween Town don't create for profit. They create to achieve a shared communal goal. Their ghastly machinations stretch forward into something they can share together. Not for the profit of some vague corporation, but for each other in an act of communal and reciprocal giving. In the strangest way, Halloween Land recalls Richard Gilman Opaski's Spectres of Revolt. What are the unknown hereafters we should hope to get from here and now? I will not guess or predict... But I will suspect the kingdom of heaven will be no kingdom at all. And indeed, Halloween land is no kingdom at all. Join us as we discuss the nightmare before Christmas. For this year, Christmas will be ours. Yes. Yes. Ah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think this is a really, I think this is a really interesting line to go down, um, because it seems like quite a lot of the other characters in the in the in in the town are a little bit sort of wary, you know. He, he's kind of like, kind of like he's the monster that other monsters are afraid of, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's a very interesting. What does it mean to be monstrous to monsters, especially if those monsters are designed to remind us of ourselves? Right, there are layers of of like signification. There are chains of connection that are being constructed here, 
Um, and there are two things which I, I think are really, really interesting. One is the interesting gambling in yeah. chance in the in the arbitrary, uh, in the contingent, which in a way the entire film is 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 kind of commenting on because the whole point, the whole reason that Jack feels so kind of like melancholic is the lack of freedom the lack of agency the lack of the random you know mm-hmm. um er- everything happens the same way every single day right or every single year nothing changes and secondly um what is oogie boogie where is the core what kind of thing are we dealing with you know is it a kind of classic monster it's it's a it is an assemblage it is oogie boogie is 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 the roll of the dice, right? Because mm-hmm. when you pull away the the skin, when you pull on the loose thread, what you have, there is no there is no singular being. There's just this kind of potentiality. And this this I think is the key to, to getting at Oogie Boogie's character, right? Because Oogie Boogie and Jack exist in this kind of dialectical relationship. You know, you know, da- Jack Jack is the figurehead of this eternal monotony, right? He, he is he is the pure embodiment of kind of Halloween Sisyphus. He rolls the spooky boulder up the hill and it tumbles back down again every year on November 1st. Me- meanwhile, Oogie Boogie is just this directionless mass. You know, it's it, Oogie Boogie is a is a burlap sack full of bugs. You know, like Oogie Boogie is is quite literally refuse. He's garbage. He's nothing. Like like there's no there's no aspirations there. There's just pure randomness. And then, you know, the the end of the movie, we when we see Oogie Boogie kind of dissolve. Right. When, when Jack, you know, kind of goes through his personal arc of understanding his relationship with change, that manifestation goes away. You know, when when change and newness get re-encountered by monotony in, in a way that doesn't end up somehow destroying two holidays simultaneously in a way I haven't quite figured out yet. But that, um, yeah, oh, go, it, go on. Like the, easily one of the most interesting characters, I think, in the entire film. Yeah, um, absolutely. And again, I, I I feel like this is planting a seed, right? There's a kind of chaos versus the the order um, is a is a tension that's getting explored in this. Um, and so his his fate, oogie boogie. I shouldn't. I should only refer to them that way. I suppose this this assemblage, which is forcibly dis- disassembled. Um, you know, is is the expulsion of contingency. It's the reinscribing of a new kind of order. We hope you've enjoyed the dread discourse. Until next week, stay spooky.